0: Welcome, we are podcasting from London, hi to all Londoners that decided to join me again, and to all new listeners, you are listening to the Pursuit of Wellness podcast. I'm your host Daria Tiesler, health educator, ex-professional athlete, personal and lifestyle medicine advocate, registered nutritional therapist, personal trainer, performance coach, and a founder of Daria Tiesler Wellness. Your search for wellness is just about to begin. Each time you set your frequencies on top pursuit of wellness, you are going to discover something new about yourself, your health, your body, your mind, and your soul. This podcast is going to explore a common misconceptions about detox. You will learn about your body's ability to detoxify and how your nutrition can support your body's ability to detox detox. And that actually in a more chronic condition, you may need to do more than eating green vegetables and drinking a detox tea. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. I would like to welcome my guest on the podcast, Federica Marinelli. I met Federica in 2015 at the functional medicine course organized in London by Institute of Functional Medicine. We sat together at the same table at the dinner gala that finished five days of education. Since then, we have become very good friends. Federica is Institute Functional Medicine Certified Functional Medicine Practitioner in Italy, lecturer for metagenics and the first Functional Medicine Master in Italy, Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Doctor. Hi Federica and welcome to Pursuit of Wellness Podcast.
1: Thanks to you for inviting
0: me. Yeah, no problem. Amazing. Federica, my first question is how you started your journey into health and preventative medicine?
1: It's a long story now, I'll make it short. Um, I've always been very fascinated with um, the the ability of our body to heal. So before even going into university, I was really, um, I had a hard time deciding what I wanted to do. I was uh, thinking of doing um, Chinese traditional medicine or Ayurveda. um, And then thought that maybe if I did the the classical um, if I got into medicine, uh, I could have a uh, a better look and decide uh, what is was actually working better and not end up doing things that weren't really scientific. So that's how I got into medicine and I always had an eye on um, preventive med- preventative medicine, medicine and health and I was very fascinated with nutrition. Um, But in a a way, life kind of took me on a different road and I started doing aesthetic medicine until I got sick myself. I was really, really sick um, and I just couldn't figure it out. Myself, I went to colleagues uh, but one told me I was distressed without really giving me a solution of what stress is and how I could do with it. Um, another one told me I was depressed, telling me I should go to um, a psychiatrist, uh, which would have only given me um, a drug and not really solving anything. And that's where I found out about functional medicine and I dove into it. I started uh, studying it, applying it on myself and then I got certified. I just fell in love with it. The first time I saw a video, an introductory video on functional medicine, I was crying because after 10 years, uh, after my, after, you know, becoming a doctor, I had found my way. And, uh, you know, I just my practice became almost completely functional medicine. I got certified and I'm just loving
0: it. Yeah, Thank you very much. And I think so many of us uh, practitioners joining uh, because we have this story where we're trying to heal, where we can't figure it out, what is happening. And then finally we're understanding, okay, I think there is uh, something more to that. I think there is some root cause uh, of, uh, of the problem. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Right.
1: And in fact, the reason why I'm so passionate about detoxing is that I was intoxicated. I was seriously intoxicated with uh, aluminum, arsenic, uh, cadmium, lead, mercury, and um, copper. So it was through my own healing. And I many times, sometimes it's really really necessary for doctors to to go through things because you can really understand what the patient is going through. Not just because you read it on a book, but because you, at least partly, live it lived it on your own skin
0: right right Federica it is a um wellness podcast right pursuit Mm -hmm. of wellness what wellness means to
1: you so through my own healing journey what I found is that wellness to me is really becoming the best version of myself and that's what I tell my patients, I'd like them to become the best version of themselves. And that's it's it, it's not just body, it's mind and body. Many times we forget how important the mind is um, on our body and how our body influences our mind. So if our body is healthy, we will be happier, we will our our mind will be clear. Um, we, our emotions will be so much, you know, better and happier. So it's high performance, really. It's not just, you know, not being sick. It's much more than that. And I feel that many people that, that don't have a disease, I think that they are, okay, you know, I'm healthy. But many times they're not doing as good as they could and that kind of sometimes makes me sad because I know that they could be doing so much better they could be so much happier not just because their lives are, are full of good things but because they are producing the right chemicals that make them feel good
0: right right. I love, I love what, I, what you're saying the high performance we're talking here more than just absence of disease right Mm-hmm. and and that yeah. that is amazing and that is uh always was behind um my idea of the podcast right it's there is something more than can help us to thrive to be happy to you know yes happiness is is in my opinion found inside us but there you know if you are depleted in nutrients, if you are malnourished, you know that happiness is um maybe not hundred percent is that is that's what you meaning as well?
1: yes i had a patient right now i just finished an hour ago with a patient that was sent to me by a psychologist because she was going through all this psychology uh, treatments and she was going deeply into herself and it was the psychologist that said don't keep on thinking it's you causing your own you know it's not always psychological so many times it's our body if our body is not healthy no matter how great our 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 life is no matter how you know you can have the best husband the best kids the best house the best job but if your body is not functioning properly if you're not producing the correct chemicals in your brain you're not going to be happy so it's about attitude but it's also about health and that's what i think wellness is Right.
0: Federica, today we have that hot topic, detox, right? Uh, you could see everywhere, magazines, media, detox, detox, detox here, detox there, right? But I want to start from the basics and from the beginning. What is detox, Federica?
1: Um, thank you for asking me a question put in this way because so many of us hear this word, detox, everywhere. Um, And I don't think anybody has a clear idea of what that is. Just to give you an example, when I started my functional medicine journey, uh, the first um, conference I went to was on detox. It was both hormonal and detox. And I just decided to do do both because I, I, I had to go to Chicago, might as well do both. And I went there and I thought, hmm, this detox thing just sounds so, you know, not professional in a way. Because I I heard about this detox thing every time, I don't know, there's uh, festivities and you eat uh, too much or uh, you don't eat properly and healthy foods. Then they tell you, hey, do a detox. And that's not what detox is. After I did that conference, that's when I understand what really detox is. Detox comes from eliminating toxins. And when we talk toxins, we talk about substances that interfere with our metabolism, interfere with our hormones, interfere with the ability we have to function properly. So, talking about wellness, to be really healthy you need to eliminate all the toxins. And our environment unfortunately today is full of toxins. We're drinking toxins, we're breathing toxins, we're eating toxins. So we need to be aware of where we can find those toxins so that we don't, you know, we kind of stay away from them. And we, if we are intoxicated, if our body is not able to deal with all these toxins, we need to be able to eliminate them. But it's not a thing of You know, I ate, I didn't eat properly uh, during Christmas or then I need to detox. That's not, that's just going back to your normal. I mean, everybody should be eating healthy and that's just going back to eating healthy. Um, It's sometimes it's more than that. Sometimes eating healthy is enough. Um, Sometimes it's not enough. And that's when a good and proper uh, medical detox has to come into play
0: you mentioned medical detox uh, functional detox what is that Uh, they are if you could kind of uh, explain us this detox uh, through uh, just normal way after a christmas or party right and you mentioned is just coming back to eating healthy and then we talk about this uh, functional medic medicinal detox can you make that little what is that what is the difference
1: Okay, so um, sometimes, so it's getting rid of these toxins, and I'll just jump into what these toxins can be. So they can be um, coming from the exhaust of cars, so that could be. Uh, some heavy, methods. it could be like benzene metabolites. It could be pesticides that we take in with food if we don't eat organic. Um, it can be phthalates and uh, BPA's coming from plastic. If, for example, we um, we use a lot of plastic, like we bought a water bottle made of plastic, or we use a lot of plastic or non-sticky pans in the kitchen. These are all chemicals that go into our food, into our water. Or in the air and take it in. Uh, there's also heavy metals, mercury from amalgams in our mouth, uh, or eating a lot of uh, large fishes. They're full of mercury. A thallium coming from coming from the car exhaust. Cadmium from like smoking cigarettes, and so on. Arsenic and so on. So many times these substances go into our body and they wreak havoc. They cause our, our body to not function properly. And we have a natural ability to detoxify. So there's a lot of um, things on internet saying, "Ah, oh, you don't need to detox because you have your ability to detox. You don't really need to do anything, which is partly true. Our liver knows how to detox. Uh, it's, it, we detox uh, thanks to our uh, in the gut, Especially what is within our gut, so our microbiome, so the, the the gut floor is very important. If your uh, guts is functioning properly, if you're pooping enough, mm-hmm. um, if you know your liver is functioning well, if your genetics also is good, uh, many people don't have a good don't have great genetics and they're not able in the first place to detox properly and through the skin, uh, sweating, for example. So if any of these is not functioning well, maybe you have a parasite. Maybe uh, you took too many antibiotics. Um, then your gut may be not functioning properly. You're not pooping every day, at least once a day, or even two or three times a day, then your poop is staying there. And we are detoxing through urine, um, our, our stool, and through sweat and skin. So if you're not pooping properly, then the toxins will stay in your intestine, and they will be reabsorbed. Or, for example, if your liver is not functioning well, maybe genetics, maybe maybe you know, every time if you're a woman, if you're uh, every time you have your period, you have a headache and you have pants and you're taking um, drugs for your pain, then that will decrease your um, liver ability to detox not only um, pharmaceuticals but also toxins or for example if you're taking the birth control pill that will also lower your ability to detox so there's many things that can reduce your natural ability to detox plus maybe in your environment there is too much too many toxins and therefore, your your body is not able to deal with it. Even your natural ability is not able to deal with it. So I, I hope I managed to explain myself. And and one thing I I did say that I didn't probably say enough. Sweating also helps us to uh, get rid of our toxins. And there's some people that don't sweat enough, that are not are not able to sweat enough. And other times we sweat but we don't have a shower afterwards. So then if the toxins have been released with sweats, they stay on the skin, but if you don't have a shower afterwards, they will be reabsorbed. Right.
0: Yes. Yeah. I I think it's very clear, right? We, we have natural abilities, but those abilities may be compromised due to different uh, reasons, right? Like you mentioned, gut, parasites, uh, toxin in the environment, our genetics that may predispose someone to slower or detoxification that works too fast right and i think uh, i agree with you we need to take that into consideration and uh, really uh, looking wider than just uh, you know eating a green vegetables and uh, drinking a detox tea this is probably the best start but then if There, and we're going to talk a few moments about the symptoms that telling us that you may need improvements, uh, about to detoxify your body because we here in this podcast, we're talking about optimization of our health and top performance, right? Mm -hmm. So we want that you thrive in life. So, probably abilities for you to detoxify everything what we just said in a much efficient way it is going to help you and it's going to make you feel better be better and all better right mm-hmm.
1: yeah absolutely
0: right Absolutely. so, so uh, federica what are the symptoms telling us that we may need to help our body to detoxify
1: Okay, so we have a list of the symptoms that I will say, but just to give you an idea, in theory, there's so many, not just in theory, there's so many um, diseases that we don't think may be caused by toxins. Um, Like your thyroid. If your thyroid is not functioning properly, there may be a toxin causing your thyroid to not function properly. Or maybe you have an autoimmune disease, maybe Hashimoto's. If we're talking about thyroid, there are toxins can cause your immune system to to develop into autoimmunity. Um, Alzheimer's, so dementia in general, can be caused. One of the reasons why it can come is also toxins or Parkinson's. Um, so you or, or a lot of also the the, the mood problems like. The depression, and anxiety, irritability and moodiness, all these could also have one of the causes, maybe not just the only one, could be um, toxicities. So a lot of times, even if we have a disease, even if they gave us a diagnosis of something, sometimes one of the causes can be toxins, but just to give you um, a list of symptoms. So it could be, as I said, anxiety, depression, irritability, moodiness, brain fog, fatigue, drowsiness, and dizziness. Uh, high blood pressure, um, fatigue. Uh, we could also headaches, insomnia, memory loss, joint pain, uh, loss of coordination, sense of, loss of sense of touch, muscle weakness. These are just a few to give you an idea. Because toxins can um, interfere with so many metabolic pathways, and therefore can manifest in so many different symptoms. I would say that the main ones are the mood swings, the fatigue, and the brain fog. These are like the main ones.
0: And I think the fatigue is the the common one, right? Uh, here in London, um, you know, big city, lots of pollution. We're breathing all of this. And actually many people uh, are fatigued. And I think that... This environmental toxicity is probably the last thing we would think that could disrupt how we feel, right? We always go uh, into probably different different things, but I, I think the ability to detoxify pollution, for example, in London, is a uh, is a big uh, big thing, right? And I want that our audience remember that every single symptom can be, can be also attached to any different condition or any different thing that possibly could happen in, uh, in our body, right? So always, you know, guys, search for uh, some practitioner who actually is going to be able to help you dig that uh, problem a little bit more, but probably starting with a healthy eating, right? To support your detoxification, detoxification, is, so detoxification is just the number one thing, right? So w- what is your thing, uh, Federica, about food? And you know, for me, food is a medicine, and how can we use food to support our detoxification detoxification system?
1: Well, first I would say um, when we're talking about food, we're talking also about how we're preparing the food. So the main thing with detoxing is you want to lower your load. You want to lower the amount of toxins you're taking in. And because a lot of it we're taking in through food and, and, and water, we want to make sure we're preparing the food in a proper way. So uh, you want to get rid of the uh, non-sticky pans. You want to go more with um, cast iron or with... stainless steel. steel. Thank yeah, you yeah. very much. Yeah, yeah. stain yeah, steel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to get rid of all the plastic in the kitchen because when you're heating the plastic, if you're, for example, Tupperware. If, you're, if you cook something really, really healthy... And while it's still warm, you put it in a plastic container, then the, the substances within the plastic will be released into the food. And that those are usually um, endocrine disruptors. So you want to be careful what you're putting on in within your food. You want to eat organic. Unfortunately, I know it's a little bit more expensive, but it is very, very important. And water. You want to get good water. Eventually, you can filter the water uh, from your house or buy water in glass bottles. And you want to keep it in a glass bottle. And even like the um, BPA free bottles they give you, they're still plastic and it says BPA free. Try to not use those because they don't have BPAs, but they have other substances very similar to BPA, which have been seen. To be still toxic. So that's the main thing. You don't want more toxin coming in with your food. At that point, you want to get rid of all the foods that can be toxic. So get rid of all the processed foods and all um, all the bad fats and all the sugar. And then there's some foods that are that will help you more detoxify. You want to get really high amounts of fiber. So on your plate, you want to Increase the amount of vegetables. That's the main part of your plate. And then like meat and the, the other so the other ones will be just side. we used to usually do the, the opposite. we used to like eating a lot of meat and then just on the side some vegetables, we want to do the opposite. You want to increase the color of your vegetables. Like every meal should have all the colors of the vegetables. So yellow, white, green, purple, blue, orange. Uh, and the sulfur-rich, what we call the sulfur-rich uh, vegetables are very, very, very important, um, like broccoli and onion and garlic will help a lot your ability to detoxify. Sometimes if if your body is not detoxifying properly, it also may be that you're not eating enough vegetables, enough um, that contain the the correct amounts of substances that our body needs to detoxify. Right. We always want here to
0: push eating well, right? The whole rainbow of fruits and vegetables, right? And uh, here we're talking about vegetables, about the uh, broccoli, you know, the asparagus, uh, all the green green goodies. Um, Federica, what about microwaving? Is that good? Because I know many people say, "Oh, I just microwave my milk or I microwave my soup, and you know, oh, my excellent vegetables." What is actually microwaving? Is that any good for our detoxification system?
1: It's not. It's actually changing our the the. It it changes the. the how can I put this properly? Um, it it interferes with. with with the molecules so it's not good let's put it this way it's not good for us so the best way is to either eat it cold or just heat it up i mean it's not going to take that much time if you just put it in the oven a little bit or put it on a pan again and just warm it up like this like that or or eat it cold it's better than microwaving (laughs) it, and especially be careful because if you microwave it you need to microwave it on something that is dramatic be careful Because if you're putting it on plastic, then that will cause the substances in the plastic to leach. So it's not only the microwave, it's also what you're using within the microwave to heat it up.
0: I think that was uh, very, very helpful. Uh, Federica, at some point you mentioned about... body's uh organs of detoxification right and Mm -hmm. you talk about liver right can you tell us in like short way um i think is interesting for our audience how body actually uh detoxify uh uh, anything uh, heavy metals the um, hormones because we we have those uh, few phases of liver detoxification right but what mm-hmm. what do we need to remember you know what we should educate ourselves about
1: okay let, let's try to yeah i'm gonna try to put it uh in a simple way so the the main thing to start from is that there's two different types of toxins and substances in general in our body and they can be Um, lipid-soluble, so fat-soluble, or water-soluble. So the water-soluble ones are quite easy for our body to get rid of. Uh, You simply drink a lot and you pee. And they go through your kidney and out into your urine. And that's easy peasy. What's a little bit harder is when uh, the toxins are fat-soluble. and Most of them, unfortunately, are fat-soluble. And because they're fat soluble, they're not gonna, you're not going to be able to have them uh, diluted into the, the urine. So they have to go through a process and they have to be transformed by the liver. And it goes through two main phases, phase one and phase two. And you need to complete both phases for the molecule to be able to be eliminated through, but mainly you can at that point you can eliminate it through the, the kidneys and urine, but mainly through the bile, So through your poop, you're pooping it out. And something very important is that sometimes there's patients that have their genetics, for example, of phase one that is functioning very, very, very well. One example is those people who drink coffee even at 11 p.m. and they go straight to bed after half an hour. And that means that one of the enzymes of phase one is functioning very well. Now, people may think, hey, that's really, really cool. I'm happy. My liver is working well. Well, that's just part one. After phase one, the molecules will be transformed in such a way that they become more reactive. And that can cause uh, oxidative stress, for example, and cause symptoms. So you want to make sure that what goes through phase one will enter phase two properly. And we're talking phase two, we're talking mainly for first molecule. There's a lot of molecules going on, obviously, but to make it simple, we're talking glutathione. Glutathione is a molecule um, that will transform. Thanks to glutathione, we're transforming um, your toxin in a way that can be eliminated into the bile and your poop out. And so many things can cause glutathione to go down. What I was saying before, for example, if you're taking too many um, drugs, for example, for pain. That will cause your glutathione to go down, um, and so there's foods that help glutathione to go up. There's, uh, but mainly you want an acetal system will help it go up. So it's an amino acid. Um, you want to improve your glutathione levels. If that is improving, then you know you're you're happy, and mainly you're going to start feeling well, better if you have of symptoms, and then your gut. Um, Your gut is so important, I already said it, you need to poop your toxins out. And one very important thing is that some people are relying too much on their kidneys to eliminate the toxins, but a lot of toxins can cause damage to the kidney, whereas to the gut, the gut has such a a faster ability to um, regenerate that, you know, you can have the toxins go through your gut much more than through your kidney. So you want to make sure that your gut is functioning well, that you have bowel movements every single day, um, and that you don't have leaky guts. So leaky guts is like your the, the walls of your intestine are not uh, functioning. They're not sealed properly, let's say. So things leak through. And, right. And toxins can be reabsorbed. So at that point, sometimes we give binders so that they're sticking the toxins onto the binder and you're making sure you're
0: not you're absorbing them. And, and then, f- tell me. sorry, sorry, and uh, sorry to disrupt, but fiber actually is a good binder, right? Also, yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. So just so so you guys know that uh, you know where you can find this in food, so you can go into fiber.
1: And right. fiber is also so important because it's. Um, it's also the food for your microbiome, for your gut flora. And your gut flora also is very important to eliminate toxins because sometimes some of the toxins are eaten up, let's say, by the, the gut flora. So you want to feed your gut flora properly, both because it will help your gut lining to be healthy and also because it helps to detoxify. So if your microbiome is so important that
0: Right. So, just guys, remember we have those two ways on the liver that your body detoxifying, right? And uh, it is important that two of them are in balance, right? And water, uh, we mentioned, uh, and that's very important for the phase one. Is that correct? Uh,
1: yes. But if, if I because you're you're obviously it's so it's so good that you're giving practical things that patients and people can just start straight away. I think something very useful is detoxing through sweat. And you want your, your blood and your lymph to, to, to move around so that it can kind of pick up the toxins around your body, move them around. So exercise and sauna, sometimes using niacin, which is vitamin B3, uh, that can help you move the toxins out of your fat, and into the bloodstream, and then just kind of sweating it out. And you take a big shower, and that has such an, there's protocol on this, and it can have such an amazing effect.
0: Right, so guys, we exercise and we using uh, sauna. Um, there is like I think big move towards uh, use of, of sauna uh, in uh, definitely in London. There is a uh, any specific sauna uh, that is a uh, better for for those detoxification?
1: The best one is infrared, but obviously you know. What you have, is, as long as you're sweating, really, is the best thing. But infrared will help you get rid
0: of your toxins better. Right. And there is any, any routine, Federica, we should remember when we use red infrasona?
1: Yes. Yeah, so um, ideally, if you exercise before, it will kind of move everything around with the limb. Um, Then you can uh, do at least 15 minutes to half an hour of sauna and make sure you are um, showering afterwards. Uh, What you can also do during the sauna or eventually uh, right before right afterwards is also uh, brushing. So there's these brushes that you can uh, move onto your body and it will get like the dead um, cells of your skin off, and those can contain some of the toxins that are coordinated. Uh, and it also helps with uh, your lymph system to do things uh, around. And the niacin, sometimes it could take, it's not sometimes, there's protocols that describe niacin about two hours before the sauna so that it, well, niacin does is it has two good effects with, uh, that we can use is one, it will help you dilate your capillaries so that your blood flows basically everywhere. So sometimes when you take ice and you get like a flush uh, and your hands and face can turn bright red and you kind of feel itchy, it goes straight away. So you don't worry, really please take it. Uh, and another thing is that it it works on the metabolism of your fat because a lot of toxins are fat soluble, the niacin will help you move these toxins out of your fat, out of your lip, out of your fat, and into your bloodstream and you're kind of sweating it out through the sun
0: right it's um something interesting you say here and my one uh, last uh, one of the last question was about detox detox programs and uh weight loss right because it's a big month february january everyone does a new year resolution and goes into those extreme uh programs but here we go you're saying that actually uh, that fat is also packed with, uh, with toxins, right? So maybe it's not as such a wise idea to go into these extremes, right? Because at the same time as you're going to release fat into the bloodstream, you're also going to release toxins. Is that something you suggest to do? How how you go around that? Detox and weight loss. Well,
1: sometimes if you're detoxing, you are also going to be losing weight. Um, but if you're losing weight and you're not... And you're toxic, and you're not also going through like a proper detoxing protocol. That could, as you said, move toxins around. So if 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 you're lucky enough, and the toxins are within the fats that is underneath your skin, then that's not going to really cause that many problems. The problems, most many problems, come when, for example, the toxins move around and go into your brain, because brain the brain is made of of fat. So if you are toxic in some way or another, then and you're losing a lot of weight, you want to make sure that your gut and your liver are functioning well so that they are able to deal with all these toxins
0: so do you say that for example if someone starts the the, uh, detoxification program they're losing weight and then they suddenly feel like a brain foggy or maybe anxious maybe those little bit nervousness that could come because those toxins hitting actually brain yes
1: absolutely so that's that's one of the reasons that a lot of people, a lot of doctors who actually understand the toxin problem with especially in Europe, they're doing chelation. So they're they're not really working, as I said, first on the on the guts and, and on the liver, and kind of working it through gradually working with vitamin C and Arla acid, many different supplements. So kind of pushing it and either giving um, these fast, long fasting protocols in which the patient is losing a lot of weight, and releasing all these toxins in the bloodstream, and those can go into the brain. Uh, or they're giving these uh, intravenous um, chelation protocols. And if you're not working properly on your liver right before and on your gut, it takes time. I mean, if you are intoxicated many times, it's been a gradual thing has happened. Sometimes it's because you know you drank something that was full of mercury or you know it's rare. Most of the times you intoxicated yourself gradually. And it will take a lot of time to detoxify in a safe way. And we we don't sometimes you can get a little bit tired, but if you get massive symptoms like moodiness, like important massive brain fog. And fatigue, you don't want that. It means that you are probably moving around toxins, but your body is not able to get rid of them. That's when you need to kind of step back, see what happens, happens, and eventually, you know, wait before you do whatever you're doing. If you're losing too much weight and too fast and you are toxic, not everybody is toxic, but um, then maybe probably you want to slow down and not lose weight that fast. You will lose weight, but maybe not that fast. Maybe it may not be a good idea.
0: Right. Okay. And... One of the common uh, issues I see in my clinic, and but I also think on the internet, you can read about the uh, estrogen dominance, estrogen issues, detoxification, let's detoxify estrogen. Um, but I feel very similar um, as we just discussed about the fat loss. We just don't want to detoxify suddenly uh, the estrogen from every you know fat tissue, right? Because actually it could be also very high. For our body, can you explain a little bit about that for our
1: uh, audience? I'd say that the main thing is that estrogen is not bad. Estrogen is it's good. It's just that it's it's just that too much is not good. And also, something very important is that it's not all about estrogen. It's about a balance with progesterone. It's kind of like a dance, a beautiful dance between estrogen and progesterone. So sometimes. It's not that we have too much estrogen. Sometimes it's that we don't have enough progesterone. So we want to work on both. And, and, And just being obsessed with this estrogen may cause the body to end up having it too low. So we need to be always very careful. And the main thing, again, when we talk about toxins, the first thing we want to think is not getting rid of the estrogen, is not getting rid of the toxin in, in your in our body. It's not having it come in. So when we're talking about estrogen dominance, I usually don't talk about estrogen toxicity. I talk about estrogen dominance. So it's related to the amount of progesterone. Okay? Um, first thing you want to do, you want to get rid of xenoestrogens. So it's these chemicals in our environment, usually come from plastics, or for example, <laughs> the birth control pill um, that are synthetic. And even though the, like the, the BPA and phthalates are in really low concentrations in our water, if, for example, if we drink uh, water from plastic bottles, that still can be too much because the estrogens in our body function that really really low concentrations so first thing we want to get rid of xenoestrogens. so the estrogens that are chemicals that come from our environments that's the main thing the second thing before starting to work directly on estrogens is balancing with progesterone and checking if your progesterone levels are too low then you want to increase that and before giving like progesterone literally like the molecule there's so many things we can do. For example, I still feel it's years i see this happening, and every time it amazes me so much. We start. I start working on the guts. I make the patients um, have bowel movements every single day, and I work on if they have parasites or other pathogens in their gut, I work on those, and I go through the uh, 4-R protocol. So I remove the bad, I remove the uh, sensitive foods. Uh, you want to re-inoculate the good, uh, and you want to repair. And then all of a sudden, the, the, the hormones, the female hormones start functioning properly. Women all of a sudden start having normal periods. No pain, No no moodiness. Uh, It's like 27, 28, spot on. So sometimes in functional medicine, we see this so much, everything is connected. Every single organ in our body is connected to the others. And sometimes we work on something that is so far away, we think, from um, our our, our ovaries, and we're still getting um, good, great results. And we're not working directly on the progesterone. We're not working directly on the estrogen. We are working on the gut. Because if our microbiome, if our gut flora is not working properly, and if we have, it's not balanced. And if we have leaky gut, then we can have toxins that come from bacteria flood into the blood, and that will cause your progesterone to go down and then just at the end after we've done all these things there's still too much estrogen that's then when I work on estrogen that's when maybe I try uh, herbals that can uh, help it lower it down for example from broccoli uh, we have the DIN or the indultory carbonyl it's the substance that help you metabolize estrogen in the proper way um, so that's very helpful also uh, it's also an anti cancer um, molecule. So that's when, you know, also with food, you can really help yourself
0: right Uh, Federica I I wanted to thank you so much for clarification in this estrogen issues right and it's always in a relation to what in in that case is in a relation to the progesterone so guys do not jump too quick uh, into that and I believe that uh, this topic is also very relevant to uh, mine because also there is uh, estrogen that could influence and the same progesterone their hormonal health Federica just last quick 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 three okay. tips for an optimal detoxification in our day-to-day life. What we need to remember of three things. Be careful
1: with plastics. Uh, so get rid of all the plastic and change your pants, and also try for um also like the, the soaps and try try to eat organic and also I don't know if they're in England to have like organic uh cosmetics. But all, there's a lot of toxins also in cosmetics, um, also in what you use to clean your house, uh, eat, eat the rainbow, as you said, drink tons of water if you can, exercise, and do saunas. And I think those are the main um, if I forget it, anything so I, say I think it's
0: perfect and we guys coming back to basics for your pursuit of wellness thank you Federica for joining me we are going to meet with Federica at our health retreat in Italy in May I'm so excited about that and thank you very much for joining me it's a, it's a just pleasure to have you there uh, sending you lots of love Federica and I feel very very blessed to know you I even have little tears in my eyes thank oh. you for being in my life you know it's it's a sometimes you crazy journey, but here we go. We are here. Um, Federica, lots of love and thank you again for uh, coming
1: and joining me. Thank you, Terry. Thank you very much for having me. Love you so
0: much. Thanks for listening to Daria Tiesler Pursuit of Wellness Podcast. If you want to know more, check out my website, www dot dariatiesler.com. Join us next time when we talk about the hot topic in the last few years, body transformation. Is that for everyone? And what does it take to do it? This podcast intends to optimize your health and well-being and does not substitute medical advice. This podcast does not intend to sell and I do not get any profits from sales. Thank you and see you soon.